All right, folks, what is going on? This is episode 684 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. Over here, we talk about George Southern Atlanta Falcons football. Looking at the lighting, I'm going to have to invest in some uh, better a better camera up here. No, up here, because I look really dim over there, but I look very bright. I don't know if it's the lighting or whatever. Maybe I'll get a new bright light up here. So you guys that are watching on YouTube, I've been having an issue with this forever or Rumble, you know, but I'm, I'm going to work on it. I'm just going to work on it. So bear with me. But other than that, um, over here, we talk about Georgia Southern Atlanta Falcons football. And today we're going to talk some Georgia Southern. We're going to talk about Georgia Southern's quarterback, Davis Brin. Davis Brin is having a great season overall. I mean, outside of the one game that we had at Wisconsin, I mean, this guy has been absolutely phenomenal. We're going to talk about what he can possibly do against James Madison and why I think that's going to be uh, a high possibility. So we're going to get into all that, give you my thoughts and opinions, and we're just going to go from there. So if this is your first time here, welcome. I could be found on YouTube and Rumble. I'm also on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. I really appreciate you guys. Don't forget to hit the like button as you start to listen to the show. Also, um, subscribe if you haven't already. I could be found on X or Twitter at VF Baller, and the website is firstandfrayrates.com. You can go over there. Find your way through if you want to subscribe to the podcast avenues or if you want to help um, build the the website or the podcast by donating to the show. Uh, all right, let's just go ahead and get into this. Um, Davis Brin so far has thrown over for over 1,600 yards in five games. And uh, also, you know, he had uh, 12 touchdowns and seven interceptions. And uh, the seven interceptions, five of those was in one game. Now, I don't expect that to happen ever again this season, but it happens. Nevertheless, he has been on fire overall this entire season. I think he's like one of the top passers in the nation. He's, the, I think he's the top passer in the Sun Belt. Uh, probably the stats are skewed a little bit because other teams have played already, but I think Davis Brin easily can have a huge game against JMU. And uh, the reasoning behind this, uh, James Madison gives up over 300 yards passing per game. I, I don't know what's going on with this. I talked about this in the last episode. I don't know what it is about this rushing attack. They only give up 38 a game. That is insane based on what I see on ESPN.com. But they give up 311 yards. And that bodes very well for Georgia Southern because we like one of the top passing, uh, you know, we're the, one of the big passing machines in the country. And with uh, what we've seen what happened last year, I mean, Calvin Trees threw for 578 yards, guys. I mean, he was almost at 600 yards, albeit he threw for 64 attempts, which I don't think we're going to throw that many times, but you never know. I mean, I think there was, I think what the last time or one time before, Davis Brent threw for over, he had 50 attempts. So I would not be surprised. But um, nevertheless, he threw for 578. Now, I, I'm looking at this stat sheet from last year. Now, something may be up to this. There may be some may be up with this because we only ran for 12 yards in that game. So this 38.6 that JMU was giving up might be accurate. So, you know, I mean, they, they just picked up from what they did last year. So I guess it forces teams to throw more. So with that 311, that's still a lot because even if you're giving up 38 a game, you would want that to be down to the 250 uh, or below. So at 311, the secondary may be a little bit suspect. And with that being said, we may be able to get a lot on this team. Uh, with the passing attack we have, 
it is very very potent um there's already rumblings i don't I, I haven't heard anything but i would like to see you know all of our receivers on going ready to go guys going in and out rotating getting catches changing things up and i absolutely dominate i want to see 11 12 13 guys touch the ball in this game it's probably one of our best ways to win this game because james madison is looking really really good uh, albeit that, you know, the last five games they had, which is the reason why they're 5-0, and oh, they've had some pretty tough opponents. They were pretty close games, and but they, they managed to, you know, get it out, uh, get a W, you know, especially, you know, uh, against the likes of a um, South Alabama or if you look at the Utah State game where you turn around and you see the Virginia game. Even all that, I don't think none of these teams have the potent offense that we have. And I think that is one of the reasons, especially when you see what happened last year, I think it's going to be a repeat of this year. Now, does that mean that we'll win the game? I'm not 100% sure because I don't, I haven't really watched James Madison that much. I watched a little bit of them. I don't know how potent their offense is. I don't see anything that stands out or sticks out, but I know one thing for certain. Our defense is much better than last time. Last year, we gave up 38 points to this team. I think our defense is much better than what we saw last year. So when you look at, you know, our, our defense and the fact that we're only, you know, giving up around 200 yards, 220 yards passing, we're giving up another 140 yards uh, in the game uh, on the, on the ground. It kind of, it, it kind of lines up with James Madison, what they actually do on the field. Maybe we'll be able to slow something down, whether it be the running or the passing, I would like for us to slow down the run game and force them to pass so we can get some pass rush on their quarterback. And their quarterback, McLeod, I mean, he looks pretty good this year too. 80 for 124, 11-73, 11 touchdowns, and three interceptions. I'm not saying that he's going to be, you know, um, the guy because we did give up big plays. I mean, you saw what we did against um, Coastal Carolina. I mean, we did look pretty good. I felt like we was going to win that game all in all, but Grayson McCall was able to make things happen. I'm not saying McLeod is Grayson McCall, but we are susceptible to uh, give up some plays. Now, the other thing about that that I will say is that uh, we intercepted Grayson McCall four times. So that's another thing that I say that his defense is actually um, a lot better than advertised. If we can get a couple of turnovers in this game and we have the offense rocking and rolling like we normally do, I think we can win this game. You got to understand this last game that we had against them, it was basically went down to the wire and we ended up winning by seven points. If we get, if we do get a, you know, we get a turnover here or there, we may be in luck. I think the last game, even look, last game, this is the thing. They threw, Centario threw three interceptions last game and it still was a seven point game. Now, this, this is the thing. I think that our defense is is a little bit more tighter than it was last year. Even though they do three interceptions, I think our defense is much better, especially at the um, especially at, at stopping the running and, and tackling. I think that's one thing that really helped us, you know. So, and all three guys who did get an interception last year, you know, unfortunately they're no longer here. You know, Brad Wilson and Springer. Springer graduated. Rod went to West Virginia, and I think Wilson went to Minnesota, I think. I think those guys have moved on. They, they obviously moved on, but you see what I mean. They also got a fumble recovery as well. So, we got, I mean, we got some turnovers in the game. It's just that 
we weren't able to actually make things up to separate ourselves from the game. I think in this situation, I think we'll be able to do something a little bit more. Um, we will do something a little bit more dynamic. I mean, I think turnovers in this game, whether it be for us or against us, could be detrimental. One thing I will say overall, Davis Brent has been excellent, excellent with the ball. His intermediate passing game, which I don't really like to compare these two. I think Kyle Vantries has a better deep ball. He throws the ball down the field better. But those intermediate passes, Davis Brent has been absolutely phenomenal. Even the times that he was intercepted, the ball was either tipped or the ball bounced off of, I think the one interception bounced off of um, Durham Burgess. And those intermediate passes, I mean, he's been lights out phenomenal. And I think that's going to be the uh, the catalyst of this game. He's going to be able to make things happen and move the ball that way. And it's going to cause some problems from JMU. Now, I know JMU's going to have the home field advantage. And I'm not saying that they're going to be able to, uh, they're not going to be able to do anything against us. All I'm saying is I feel like the way that this, the stats say, as far as them not able to stop the pass, throwing for over 300 yards, they're damn good against the run. So that could balance out. But what the way our passing attack is, I feel that Davis Brand could have a big game. Does that mean that we're going to win? I don't know. But I see Davis Brand going for over 400 yards. I, I, I see that easily. If it equates to a win, the only way it would equate to a win, our defense is going to have to have a stop, which that's something that we'll talk about at another time because of the fact that, you know, I don't want to go too far on this episode. But you saw in this game against JMU last year, which really all three guys who had over 100 yards, well, I ain't going to say all three, two of the guys that had over 100 yards are no longer here, Amari Jones, Jeremy Singleton, they moved on. But you still have Caleb Hood, you still have Durham Burns who had 84 yards. Jalen White, even though he didn't run the ball very well, he had six catches for 64 and a touchdown. Marcus Sanders played in that game as well. So we have more weapons now. You know, we have Anthony Queeley. We still have Jalen Barton. We have uh, Keaton Upshaw. We got some guys. We got Lester tight end. We got some guys who can actually, you know, uh, compensate for what we lost with Jones and Singleton. You know, Caleb Hood is still here too. So, it's going to be really interesting, but I think that Davis Brent is going to have a phenomenal game. Does that equate to a W? I don't know, but if you're if you're looking at anything uh, with this game, I think it's almost guaranteed, barring injury or something just going way haywire, I think that Davis Brent easily gets, at the minimum, 350 yards. But I, I think, personally, I think he's going to go for 400. So, that's how I look at it. I think Brent's going to have a big game. The defense steps up. We walk away from James Madison with another victory. We have two under our belt in two seasons, upsetting the um, James Madison Dukes, killing that undefeated season last year. Hopefully we can do it again this year, so we'll see. If you like this commentary, the like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Let me know what you guys think. Am I tripping? Do I don't know what I'm talking about. Davis Brent, top passer in the Sun Belt or one of the top passers in the Sun Belt. Definitely top five in the in college. Could he go into James Madison, who's given up 300 yards passing, and go for 300 plus? Can he go for 400 plus? Kyle Van Trees threw for 578 last year, so can he get anywhere close to that? I mean, that was a that was a crazy game that uh, Kyle Van Trees had. I don't know if he's going to get to 500, but I think he can get to 400, maybe 350. Pretty much, um, pretty pretty. It's pretty simple. I think he could. I mean, it's not easy to do it, but I'm just looking at the the numbers and it looks like it's definitely in his favor. 
I can be found on YouTube and Rumble. Also, Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts. Let me know what you guys think. Um, I, I'm also on Twitter or X at VF Baller. And the website is firstofprayrace.com. I'm going to get up out of here. You guys enjoyed the rest of your evening. I really appreciate you guys. And I will see you on Friday. You know that you know it's Friday, everybody. Everybody rejoice. It's Friday, Friday, Friday. All right, y'all. I'm gonna get up out of here. Y'all take it easy and uh y'all be blessed. Peace.